All right, folks. So today's podcast is going to cover the 1960s in Ireland. So what the last couple of episodes of the podcast has covered was essentially the idea that the 1960s was an extremely important decade across the globe as I suppose the whole world experienced a profound amount of change during this decade and that was no different for the island of Ireland. Um, Our learning outcome around this topic is to debate the idea that the 1960s was an important decade on the island of Ireland, just making sure we make reference to relevant personalities, issues and events. What that means in real terms for us is that it's a very broad learning outcome. We could spend lots of time down lots of different rabbit holes. There is a lot of information to digest. But what I'm going to try to do is break it up into basically three different sections. Firstly, we're going to look at life in Ireland during the 1950s, or the lost decade as it's also known as. We're going to look at the life and impact of Sean Lamass, how he kind of inspired economic change, how he started to build a relationship with the North and Terence O'Neill, and how he kind of looked to open up Ireland to the wider world. And then finally, we're going to look at social changes that occurred. So how did the experience of life change for the people of Ireland? To get kind of straight into things, as previously just kind of said there, that the 1960s was a period of huge change in Ireland. So it was a period of political change as the generation of Irish revolutionaries kind of came to an end. So if we think about this period as the last of the people who were directly involved in the 1916 rising, the War of Independence... Um, kind of over Ireland's struggle for independence from 1911 to 1923. This was the last time that they would take seats in our in Irish political system, and maybe how we can kind of think about their bias towards policies and issues might change from here on out. It was also a period of huge economic change as Ireland abandons its policy of protectionism, which we're going to try to dive into, and how it was a period of social change with the coming of RTE, the Second Vatican Council and the introduction of free education into Irish society. So I suppose a good starting point for this is to look at what was Ireland like in the 1950s. Um, So during the 1950s, after World War II, Ireland faced many economic issues as kind of their outdated policy of protectionism that was kind of carried through the 1940s and 1950s from its introduction in the 1930s kind of failed to ignite the country's economy. So protectionism was essentially a policy where um, the Irish government charged high tariffs on goods coming into Ireland in order to try and protect Irish businesses. What this meant was that imported goods were very expensive and this kind of coupled with the fact that Irish businesses were ran quite poorly meant that Ireland experienced a very high period of unemployment during the 1950s. Um, as there was very little s- jobs in Ireland, many people emigrated. So this high unemployment then went on to lead to further social problems. So by 1961, the population had fallen to its lowest point since the famine. And this led to a rural depopulation of Ireland, where young people left rural communities in search of work and a better quality of life. During the 1950s, there was also this kind of political instability throughout Ireland. So although Ireland's policy of neutrality during World War II kind of spared the country from being directly involved in the war effort, it had left Ireland quite politically isolated. This on top of the fact that 
kind of after each election over the 1950s, a weak government formed, usually of Fianna Fáil or other coalition parties, meant that there was no majority in the Dáil and the government struggled to kind of act to tackle the problems that Ireland faced during the 1950s. This kind of transitions us well into discussing the impact of Sean Lamass during the 1960s in Ireland. Now, we could spend hours discussing the life, the achievements, the failings of Lamass, but we're going to try and narrow our focus here. So Lamass is debated amongst historians as possibly one of the greatest political leaders this country has ever seen. Um, he did fight in the 1916 Rising. He did fight in the War of Independence. He was one of the founding members of Fianna Fáil in 1926. And he took over from Dev as leader of Fianna Fáil and Taoiseach when uh, Eamon de Valera retired in 1959. The first thing that Lamas tried to do um, was, I suppose, introduce economic change into Ireland. So Sean Lamas was convinced that radical changes were needed to revamp the country economically. So what he did was introduce the first programme for economic expansion in 1959. So this intended to introduce free trade, encourage foreign investment and give grants to Irish businesses and farmers. And the programme was a huge success as the economy grew 4% per year over the 60s, while unemployment and emigration fell year on year, which is a positive sign for economic growth. So the second impact Lamas had during the 1960s was kind of looking to build this new relationship with the North. So since partitioning in 1921, um, both governments in Belfast and Dublin had had very little contact. Um, although Lamas did believe in a united Ireland, he also thought that the two governments should be quote-unquote good neighbours. So in 1965, Lamas travelled to Belfast and met Northern Ireland Prime Minister Terence O'Neill. Um, Terence O'Neill is a figure we'll come across when we look at the Troubles in Ireland. But they both agreed to cooperate on non-controversial matters, so tourism, education, agriculture... And O'Neill's also visited Dublin, which was considered a big deal at the time. Finally, I suppose the third big impact that Lamas had on Ireland during the 1960s was this idea that he opened Ireland up to the world. So Lamas began to introduce Ireland to the wider world, which I suppose served a purpose of solidifying Ireland's independent stature. So Ireland joined the United Nations, um, was elected to the UN Security Council, and Irish soldiers served in UN peacekeeping missions, all under Lamas's leadership. To further this, in 1961, Lamas applied to join the European Economic Community, or the EEC. Um, he applied alongside Britain in hope to introduce Ireland to, I suppose, more diverse global markets to increase trade with countries other than Britain. Um, although France stopped the British application, which led to Ireland withdrawing their application as well, both countries would later join in 1973. And this first application kind of acted as that stepping stone to Ireland joining the EEC. Another huge accomplishment of La Masse during the 60s was US President John F. Kennedy visiting Ireland and actually becoming the first foreign head of state to visit the country. Um, I suppose this served the purpose of improving Ireland's relationship with the US after World War II, after that kind of fractious relationship. And it just kind of showed to the, to the wider world how Ireland had developed as a sovereign state. Now, I know that I'm flying through material here. 
this is a very important decade in Ireland's history and it's, it's hard to just gloss over it but trying to keep an eye on the time here we're going to move quickly on to social change in the 1960s so there are kind of three areas of focus that demonstrate how Irish society changed in the 1960s and um, we can look at the establishment of RTE and um, the changes that occurred in the Catholic Church and then educational reform and we're going to brush over the three topics, but I definitely recommend reading a little more detail in regards to all three. So firstly, the establishment of RTE. So until the 1960s, Ireland actually had no domestic television service. And this was just actually kind of seen as Ireland being quite backwards as a country. So it was not progressive. So in the 1960s, the government introduced the Broadcasting Authority Act which led to the formation of Telefish Aaron, which later kind of took the name RTE. And this was to look after radio and television services in Ireland. This had a profound impact on Irish society as it intru- introduced foreign influences, so shows from the UK, shows from the US, that kind of led Irish people to compare their lives, how they experienced life to that in the US, how they experienced life from Ireland to the UK. And I suppose RTE kind of debated controversial issues. So we could look to the Late Late Show under um, the great Gay Byrne and how they kind of discussed topics such as contraception, women's rights, homosexuality. And these topics were quite taboo in Ireland at this stage. And this all kind of points to how RTE kind of led Irish society in challenging the powerful. So political leaders, high-ranking members of the Catholic Church, This was the first time in Irish society that the population or the people of Ireland had seen these authoritative figures challenged and it just kind of changed public opinion in that sense that it was okay to challenge more powerful figures. Secondly, we could look to the Second Vatican Council and how that looked to reform the Catholic Church from 1962 onwards. Um, They introduced a couple of measures such as mass was to be said in a country's native language and lay people or normal people were to be given a greater role within a church community. The Bible was said to be um, published in multiple languages. And I suppose after the Second Vatican Council, people just began to question the teaching and the authority of the church. And that had a huge impact on the influence of the church in Ireland. And finally, the last aspect of social change in the 1960s is educational reform. So Donna O'Malley wanted to expand the workforce in Ireland and just to attract more foreign business investment. In order to do this, um, he introduced free schooling up to the intermediate cert, so the junior cert. He introduced free transport for kids to school. He kind of developed more grants to build more schools. He opened up regional technical colleges or institutes for technology. So probably, I don't know, the most popular institute for technology at the moment is DIT, so Dublin Institute of Technology. And this had a huge impact on the number of students who actually sat the junior cert and the leaving cert. And this kind of practice of children leaving school and leaving education after primary school was ended in the 1970s as a result of Donna O'Malley's influence on educational reform. In reference to I suppose this topic in an exam situation, it's a very broad topic. We're unsure of how these questions are going to be asked, but maybe we could look to longer style questions 
I suppose, around the impact of the first programme for economic expansion. Why was that so important for Ireland? You could look to how Lamas seek to change Ireland's relationship with Northern Ireland, Europe and the United Nations. So that idea that he opened Ireland up to the world. Maybe you could look to the influence of RTE and the impact that that had. Um, so just focus around the kind of different sections we went through during this podcast and just having a broad understanding of the importance of each aspect of this decade and the impact it had on Ireland. Anyway, I'm going to leave it there, folks. This is quite long. I'll speak to you soon.